Are you looking to expand your brand this year? Want to make your business stand out above the rest? Well, there's no better way to grow than with your own podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business, or a massive company, you need a podcast in 2024. Podcast Plus is an easy and efficient way for you and your brand to join the podcast revolution. There's no better way to position your company as the go-to authority than with a podcast that showcases your industry knowledge, insights, and expertise. The studios at Podcast Plus are state-of-the-art with top-of-the-line production quality. And if you're just starting out, Podcast Plus offers professional script writing, editing magic, and can conceptualize your show, create your cover art, and get you ready to stream on all major platforms. We'll market your podcast as well, showcasing it on radio stations and digital streams across the country. Expand, enhance, and extend your company and brand and reach potential clients and customers 24-7. Find out more at podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. That's podcast with the K, P-L-U-S.com. Five, four, three, two, one. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. A confirmed attack is taking place against the United States. Aliens from an unknown location have been reported in multiple states. We are controlling transmission. There is another world that awaits, far beyond what we can see and feel. A place that's anything but ordinary. What you believe might not be. Step into the zone of the best unknown. UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracies and cover-ups. And to the paranormal we go. Oh, we had so much fun last night, and the uh, only thing that's better than that is we get to do it again tonight, spending a, another precious evening with you on these airwaves across the USA, station by station. We appreciate you joining the Into the Paranormal family. Uh, you know, we talk about those subjects that, you know, sometimes could be, uh, we could be accused of being uh, a little bit out there. I love it when the chicken, though, comes home to roost. I will say that. And, of course, um, there's a lot more that is unknown about this world in, in which we live in. I find that just about every day that I'm learning something new. Um, of course, that takes having an open mind. And in that situation, you really can find much that will open your eyes uh, almost um, every day or so. Uh, whether that's uh, positive or negative, there are eye-opening experiences that happen to us all. And so I, I guess what I'm uh, alluding to is uh, tonight's topic in which we'll be talking about, you know, what it actually means to be human. Uh, imagine uh, coexisting in a world with other beings that are not like you. Uh, we have a hard enough problem just getting along or not getting along with uh, individuals of our own kind. But what about the those that, uh, well, look human? They may be a little human, but they are not entirely human. Perhaps you've uh, heard about transhumanism. Well, it's uh, all made possible with artificial intelligence 
those two right there are profound ideas affect the future of our species, whether we realize it now or not. Transhumanism, for those who are not familiar, represents the idea of enhancing the capabilities of humans with technology, pushing the boundaries of what it means to be human, literally changing our core. Uh, Artificial intelligence represents the development of machines that can think and learn and adapt and also outperform humans in some activities. Just this week, President uh, Joe Biden signed an executive order on the regulation of artificial intelligence. It is something that many have felt was uh, simply overdue because of the threat that artificial intelligence poses. I mean, I'm sure we've all seen a killer robot movie from time to time. AI, artificial intelligence, is the bridge that connects us to transhumanism. So we've titled the episode tonight, Human 2.0. Here we come. You know, we can get really, really deep into this subject tonight, and I plan to. Maybe even talking about how the global elite really seem destined to create this new species that is not entirely human, in which to infiltrate the population. The result of that is a civilization that is controlled. It's mass think. It's group think. It's not individuals thinking freely. And, of course, at that point, there is only one means to an end. We're going to talk about this all tonight with Patricia Corey, who is an author and public figure. She had an out-of-body experience and met a group of interdimensional light beings, which we recently discussed with her. But she's back tonight to discuss something completely different. It is her latest book, Hacking the God Code, The Conspiracy to Steal the Human Soul. Patricia, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Jeremy. It's great to be back with you. We had such a good time the first time. And too short, so here we've got more time to talk about this subject, which I find just as is fascinating. Uh, I mean, you use the term God code. So what are we talking about for those who are not familiar with that? Well, in, in the book, or let's say my my intent with that term is simply the DNA, the divine blueprint that is inherent in in all living things, but very complex in the human being. So God code, the divine blueprint, the DNA, which is uh, under attack more than ever. I mean, this has been going on from time immemorial where the scientific community has been playing God with DNA, with all sorts of aberrations taking place in laboratories and now they are going for the gusto. So when you appropriately named the program Human 2.0, that is the intent of the elite. Uh, let's call them the elite, although I hate to think of them that way, that are intent upon mutating Homo sapiens into a new creature which would be hooked into uh, artificial intelligence via AI via computer systems, et cetera, to create what they call human 2.0 or homo sapiens 
Uh, is it through uh, things like we hear about, like the neural network? Is that part of it? Yeah, I mean, basically, we are already transmuting by use of the of the cell phone, which is a device that controls in many ways that people have no idea, through television, through all the technology that we're becoming so addicted to, has addiction programming software technology that already can penetrate the human brain. So part of the reason why we're so addicted to it is because it is designed to addict us. And in the book, I talk about the flicker in television, for example, that most people can't perceive that was designed into television sets back in the 50s when they first came out so that they could create a hypnotic state of mind for people to be receptive to the program that was coming through. So there are humans who want to be more like cyborgs? There are. Uh, you know, there, there are a lot of people that are, I would say the youth that has not known life free technology is very malleable and receptive to the idea of uh, holographic reality artificial reality and the idea of hooking up with implanted software seems like a convenient thing so they don't have to actually hold the phone they can just blink and already be attached and plugged into the system whereas old farts like me are absolutely contrary to the idea i know life before technology and it was better so there's a lot going on and there's a lot of manipulation going on in the overall populace as this intent is being played out, developed and played out by structures like the World Economic Forum and other organizations that are intent upon labeling, classifying and owning all life on this planet. And so when you say hacking the God code, you're referring to uh, the hacking of the DNA. Yes, because you may have heard of a Yuval Harari, who is considered the spiritual, quote-unquote, advisor to the World Economic Forum. And he came out uh, with a statement that was quite chilling some time ago, whereby he said, humans, sorry, Homo sapiens 1.0 is done. It's antiquated. We have the technology to hack into the DNA and... Uh, improve upon the old human uh, structure. And we we would like to consider this as Homo sapiens 2.0, whereby you the human being will be facilitated by um, artificial intelligence and implants and the whole bit. I mean, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is reality unfolding. And uh, they're openly speaking about it. And so when they talk about hacking the DNA, that's what I'm calling hacking the God code. And there is a conspiracy involved in this. This is not a conspiracy theory. It is a conspiracy. Yeah, it's not a theory. It is, um, you know, I always tell people this, you know, in my, in my, when I first started working uh, as a, let's say a voice for alternative thinking, I was called a conspiracy theorist. And I used to tell people, no, I'm a conspiracy realist. You'll be finding that out. 
And so at this point in our evolution on this planet, where more and more people are waking up, we are recognizing that what was considered theory is reality. The conspiracies are there. They're being put into place. And the more and more people are recognizing the structure of these conspiracies against the human race, against a lot of other uh, life on this planet as well. All here, the goal to steal the the human soul. They want our souls. Every one, every single one of our us. Well, if you think about it, if you have a, an elite class, which some people believe is also an alien or a hybrid class of beings, Anunnaki, reptilian. Many people have a lot of theories about this. But let's say you do have such a class, which we, we openly recognize. I mean, you'd have to be pretty blind not to realize that this is underway. And they want to control 8 billion humans, for starters, because they've, also, they've already done a lot to control the animals and the plant and flora of this planet, right? Uh, what better way than to mutate the DNA? How can we do that? Let's think. How can human DNA, which is the divinity, the, the structure of, of our consciousness at, from which we manifest and materialize human form, what better way to control a population than to implant them or make them dependent upon artificial intelligence that interacts with their being in ways that are commanded by this class? Of, of individuals so enter uh, ai enter Neuralink from elon musk you know Neuralink. are you familiar with Neuralink? yes uh, we've got about 40 seconds to the break uh, so tell us about that we can pick it up afterwards okay in 40 seconds um he developed this concept to drill a hole in the brain and implant a miniature computer that will control the life form, practiced it on animals, and in 2023, he has now launched the test on humans, and I'd like to talk about that when we come back in. Uh, absolutely, yeah. They have approved the the trials now for what she speaks of. Uh, Patricia Corey is my guest, author of Hacking the God Code, The Conspiracy to Steal the Human Soul. Her website, which we do have linked up, of course, at our website, is Patricia Corey, C-O-R-I, Com. We'll continue our program with her somewhere between the paranormal and abnormal. I'm Jeremy Scott. Into the paranormal. I'm Jeremy Scott. This is Into the Paranormal. We're talking with Patricia Corey about really to uh, blow your mind, talking about Neuralink. Uh, this is Elon Musk's uh, operation. And uh, Patricia, please continue. Yeah, I wanted to preface this by saying that Elon Musk is a curious character. Some people, and I'm one of them, believe that he's, he's either already plugged himself into AI or that he may not even be completely human. He, when speaking uh, at a conference where he was presenting Neuralink, 
he was describing how it's not you can it can be implanted in the head under the hairline you can't even see it he said who knows perhaps i'm i've already got one implanted and i thought yep who knows there elon so he's a curious character from the point of view that uh on some of the things that he's doing are are very pro um humanity and fighting against censorship and and uh, other uh, activities that he's involved with and on the other hand he's plugged these computers into animals and taken over their minds basically and their bodies very painful to watch the uh exhibit where he has, has drilled a pig with this thing and seeing him at the switch um controlling this jerking this animal around by frequencies that are controlled from a keyboard i found very distressing so i don't know how i feel about the man i exercise caution and and i i don't want to alienate people who think he's the you know he's a wonderful person or a dark person it's just like let's stay objective about it and one fact remains about elon musk and that is he tre- he tested out neuralink the imposition of a complete computer not just a chip a microcomputer drilled into the brain and sold as the wonderful solution for paraplegics and other uh neurophysical problems and with the capacity to be completely controlled by an outside source and as you said it is it's been approved for testing on humans and i believe this has already started now i know it's already started now so they there are probably right. happy volunteers who are turning themselves over to this test and i think it's very extremely dangerous and frightening um uh, all to get us uh marching to the beat of the same drum uh thinking the same way uh group think not individual think yeah and the the idea that this is all being sold all of this march to ai is being sold as a cool wonderful thing to be implanted with a chip there's a company in sweden very sign very chip uh very chip i believe it's called that has made a game out of this like line up and get your chip and you get to wave your arm over the coke machine and uh, not have to use your card to get into the building etc and you know there are people that are lining up to get this chip and so there will be people lining up to get neuralink and other wearable or implantable devices and this is the march toward ai where you're basically saying sure use my body as a host for the device once they have and- your brain and they have your soul what is left to talking with patricia corey tonight author of hacking the god code the conspiracy to steal the human soul more with her across the usa somewhere between the paranormal and abnormal i'm jeremy scott into the paranormal
This is Paranormal News. The sun erupted as bright as an exploding pumpkin on Halloween in what's being called a cannon of fire that was at least double the width of the United States. A large magnetic filament erupted, generating a canyon some 6,200 miles wide and 10 times as long. This could bring impressive auroras later this week. It's unknown yet if it resulted in a coronal mass ejection. Activity on the sun has been ramping up as the current cycle nears solar maximum. NOAA's Space Weather Prediction Center has released a revised prediction that it will arrive sooner and be more explosive than initially forecast. George Henry, Paranormal News. The next generation of brain-computer interface is going to human trials for the first time in the United States. A brain-computer interface designed to be implanted directly into the brain by a surgical robot. Some programmers call it brain hacking, and the tech world would probably prefer you didn't hear about it. In the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. This will be the main products of the economy. A computer programmer who now understands how the brain works knows how to write code that will get the brain to do certain things. Our minds have been hacked to believe certain things that are not true. And it's been a very specific corporate plot. When the lights go down, the strange comes out into the paranormal. Well, doesn't that just about sum it up? I'm Jeremy Scott, somewhere between the paranormal and the abnormal, talking with uh, Patricia Corey tonight. Her website, PatriciaCorey, C-O-R-I dot com, author of Hacking the God Code, The Conspiracy to Steal the Human Soul. We were talking about Elon Musk's neural network, had to take a break. Please continue, Patricia. I, I wanted to uh, thank you for that uh, little video, that little audio from uh, Yuval Harari uh, in the background you just played. He... Um, is talking about implants, but also we need to recognize that there are two two pronged problem here. One is the implantation of devices that can affect and control the neural networks and other aspects of the physical being, and other is intervention within the DNA at, from the biogenetic uh, aspect. So biogeneticists are basically talking about how they could turn genome sequences off and on remotely once we've got those implants uh, or sensors or links to the Internet of Bodies, which is the central headquarters for AI for this new uh, control system. They have the technology. So now that they're pushing past the resistance of a growingly aware public, they're planning to deliver this from the laboratory into our bodies. And it's underway with systems like uh, Neuralink and also with the intervention and mutation of human DNA. 
So we have occurring in laboratories the creation of chimeras, mixing human DNA with animals, the alteration of the DNA by turning off segments and rewriting the DNA. And this is something very important that we need to talk about delicately because it involves mRNA in injections, future pharmaceuticals. They're going to be putting mRNA in our food. And they're talking about uh, aerosol mRNA so that everybody is getting this synthetic uh, messenger, RNA messenger into their bodies, into their natural God-given DNA. So this is uh, something that is alarming, but we need to be on top of it. We human beings, in the middle of all this, you know, disturbing information, we must remember that we are still in charge of our lives. No matter how oppressive a government is, even a global government, we are sovereign beings. And it's the choices that we make that will determine not only how we as individuals progress, but as our species progresses into the future. I personally refuse. I refuse to be shot up. I refuse to accept any artificial device into my body. And I reiterate many, many times in the book and in my own life as a, and as a, let's say, a spiritual leader, I am a sovereign being, period. And the more that we stand up against this system, the faster we will subvert it. I think that we have that capacity, and I think that this is part of the spiritual warfare that we're facing at this time on planet Earth. So when we talk about this merging, it is uh, merging a human with uh, a robot? We're talking about controlling human beings, first of all, at the DNA level, rewriting the human DNA, which is what is underway in the bio laboratories. The biogenetic genetics is about restructuring, rewriting the genetic program that is the natural DNA or the blueprint of human beings and all living beings, I reiterate that. Now, they are also creating what they call the Internet of Bodies, where every living thing is, de they desire that every living thing has a code and is controlled by that code. I'm sure you've heard about Codex Alimentarius, for example. Every plant um, is coded into a system in a gigantic structure of AI or, let's say, uh, computer intelligence where every plant has already been identified and codified in the Codex Alimentarius, and they want to do that with every living being as well. The desire is to control every living being on this planet. And we are seeing that also now with the social credit score financial system that we, we know is being put into place, whereby you can't buy anything, you can't eat anything, you can't function unless you are in the system, which is the Internet of Bodies. So you are controlled every, every action that you take is controlled in that system. It must be a really a devastating 
fear that these beings have, which is a clue, that they need to control 8 billion people to that point. But and in all of my work, I've, I've always said we are 8 billion. In the earlier days, I said we are 7 billion. And they are 2,000. And if they can't control us, they're gone. So that's something that we really need to keep in the foreground. Yeah. And as far as what's next after they've rewritten this DNA, hacked the code, so to speak, uh, then uh, you've alluded to it, then the purpose would be to uh, clone it and, and mass produce. Yes, and mutate it. So we have all kinds of, you know, in laboratories, we have things going on that, that are beyond our perception, our imagination, how perverted some of the things that are being done in laboratories are. We've turned our head to, we've turned our, a, a blind eye to the torture that animals have gone through and continue to go through, for example, just by the cosmetic industry. Imagine now you've got a group of transhumanists that have cracked the human DNA uh, sequence and can mutate it and alter it by conjoining it with DNA from other species mutating its function and rewriting its function by imposing a synthetic mRNA, which is messenger, telling the DNA, no, you, you, won't, you won't do that, you'll do this. No, you won't naturally go uh, attack a, an invasive, um, let's say, virus or bacteria. You'll do this because that's been put into you, a new artificial or synthetic master telling the natural DNA what to do. And that, my friends, is what's in the, the let's call it, how free can I speak, Jeremy? Um, as long as you don't say the magic words. Okay. So that, thank you for that. So let's say that a delivery system of a mRNA would be something that would be able to alter the human DNA on a big level. So if billions of people receive that, then it could be a very devastating thing for the human race. Uh, would, they, would the rest of us, uh, would they be a detriment to the rest of us? Well, that is a question that's being bantered about. It's like, can that be then transmitted to people who have not engaged in it? And the answer is unknown at this point. Some people say yes, and uh, some of us hold out and believe no. I personally think that if you refuse to be infiltrated, I hope people are reading between the lines here, that you maintain your sovereignty. And if that were not the case... They wouldn't be trying to find other ways to get it into us, like food, like aerosol, like chemtrails. So I, I really believe that if you are, first of all, mind over matter, if you are determined that, to not be interfered with, this mantra, I am a sovereign being, should be running through your mind all the time. I am a sovereign being, and I will not allow any interference in my existence 
especially at that level of the physical being being penetrated by a foreign substance. So for starters, and, and then refusing, this is very important, refusing the devices that have more and more people completely hypnotized and willing the holographic universes, the, the, uh, the cell phone, cell phone is a transmitter. People really need to understand that it's their tool, not ours. And that Does cell that phone, sense? yeah, the cell phone's used for uh, primarily, well, what? Well, it's a, it, first of all, it is, you know, you're always trackable. So when people say, oh, well, I have my phone turned off, it makes me laugh because it's never off. It's never off. It is pinging the nearest tower and you can be found and identified at all times. The idea that it's off disappeared back in the day when you had cell phones where you could take the battery out. In fact, I, I, I'd love to recount, if I've got the time here, a quick little sure. story about years ago I was talking to a tax consultant in Rome who had formerly worked for the IRS. And we started to talk about my taxes, and he shook his head like, don't go there, and pointed to the phone. I was asking him, isn't there a way around this, a loophole? <laughs> he pointed to my phone, and then he took his phone, opened it up, and pulled the battery out. And so it was only when I obviously followed suit that he said, as long as the battery is in your phone, it's never off. So lo and behold, in the de development of iPhone and similar Phone, smartphones, you can no longer take the battery out. Interesting, right? Exactly. You can't take the battery out anymore for a reason. And the reason is because they want us to be trackable at all, at every moment, all time. They can listen to us through the cell phone. <laughs> People are always, lately, are, are reporting that they think, they don't even say, they think about a product. And it, the ads start to appear for the product. I don't know if you've had that experience. I am not oh, addicted to the phone. All the time. All the time. Yeah. So just, just thinking about it? Um, maybe. Maybe. Okay. So that is very, that is really indicative right now when you ask me what is the phone doing. If they are capable of reading the mind, I mean, how do you get, how do you explain that? I can understand if you say, oh, wow, I think I want to buy a Well, a new, I think uh, it's accessing my pineal gland right now. Well, in that case, you should fling it as far away. <laughs> I, For example, I keep my cell phone outside of the house. And it, it, I, I only use it when I need it. And the rest of the time, I've got it outside in an undisclosed location. That's the phone that goes ring, ring, ring. If there's ever a problem and our feed goes down, you know, to the satellite, that phone rings. So uh, in that sense, it's uh, very important that I keep it close by. I guess I'll pay for it, uh, you know, later on. Uh, we'll continue our program talking with Patricia Corey. I'm Jeremy Scott, somewhere between the paranormal and down. Into the paranormal.
It's a secret. Your phone's spying on you. I'm Jeremy Scott. Into the paranormal. Uh, as far as uh, reading our mind, uh, isn't that something? Uh, I mean, how do you explain that, Patricia? I can't explain it. I I I can understand if you're verbally saying. I was in a store recently and I was asking for protein powder. Okay. And within a minute from when I asked the clerk for the protein powder, I saw an ad appear on my phone. I was flabbergasted. This was to me shocking, but understandable. It just proves that there's no, it's unquestionable that the phone can track audio reception of what you're saying or what's in the background. But when people are telling me that they think something and it appears on the phone, that is, uh, it's hard for me to, to put any kind of perspective on that because that would mean that the phone can read the mind. And without a device implanted, I'm having trouble understanding how that would happen. Nonetheless, I am very adverse to the cell phone. I think it is the destruction in a lot of ways of our liberty. And it's cleverly disguised as a wonderful tool that gives us access to everything and convenience and whatever. And that is how a lot is sold to us. And that is how artificial intelligence is sold to us. Oh my God, are you kidding? It can write your program. It can, you know, it can write a script, a book. It can create art. It's like, yes, it can strip our humanity. I don't want it. So as much as possible, I really recommend to people, and I get so much flack for this, do what you can to pull back from the cell phone addiction. I'm not suggesting that it's not a convenience tool, but when you can see that clearly that you're being tracked with this phone, and a lot of people say, it doesn't matter, I'm not doing anything wrong. Really? Okay. Well, then. Go ahead. But for me, I don't want a, a device being able to read my mind if that is indeed the case. I can't verify that. But I can verify that it reads my words. It hears me. Someone, something is listening enough to automatically trigger a, a an ad for the product. <laughs> Just from mentioning it, a minute later, I've got ads for the product. So that well, and, and it, the... Uh... It also studies how you speak. Uh, therefore, when you go to, say, uh, talk to text or talk to email or whatever it is, it uh, that's why it's improved so much is because it's been listening to you the whole time. You know, Edward Snowden, who, who gave his freedom to try to educate people about it, said people have no idea at all how they're being tracked. In, in computers, particularly the cell phone, he said, that's their device. And he said, every message you will ever send, every word you speak, everything you search can be pulled up on a, on a, on a minute's notice by any government or any uh, listener, let's say, of um, technological prowess that wants to know what you're up to. It's all recorded, not a single word gets wiped out, 
all of your photos, everything about you and your activity is trackable. And this is a precursor to when they, they implant these chips and these neural link devices where they, you won't need the phone. They, it'll be inside of you. Um, this is what I'm concerned about. I think we all need to be concerned about and have the mental dexterity to say, no, I don't need this phone 24 hours a day in my hand to step away from it, to get some distance from it so that without fear, because fear is a, a is is self-destructive, but without fear, but with knowledge, it's like, okay, if this is even remotely possible, I want to disassociate from the phone. Not to mention the social aspect of one, there people walking down the street glued to their phone. They have no uh, awareness of what's going on around them. They walk into walls, walk into people, right? Yeah, phone zombies. See them all day long, especially in Portland. They may or may not have a phone, though, in their hand. We'll be back with Patricia Corey. Human 2.0 tonight on Into the Paranormal. Into the Paranormal store is open. Show off our brand with all sorts of items in the store at paranormalradio.com. and Canada at 503-506-0396 or reach us internationally on Skype at ITP51. Yeah, this really is an international program. You can join us from anywhere in the world. I believe uh, Patricia Corey is joining us all the way from uh, Portugal. Is that correct? That's correct. I'm in the Azores Island, which is a, a complex of nine islands that are about two and a half hours from, well, my island is two and a half hours from the, co- the coast or the mainland of Portugal in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. So if you listen over there, it's really early. It's like four to six in the morning. Uh, we so That's- appreciate her uh, getting up and uh, uh, talking with us tonight. Um, so... When we talk about, you know, these machines, if we want to call them that, whether we're talking about something that can, uh, you know, override our phone, override our mind, uh, whether we're talking about, you know, a robot itself, uh, a machine, a device that can outthink the human and then uh, replace itself uh, in our lives, like, oh, have it do stuff that it thinks we might like, uh, which may not necessarily line up with what we would hope to accomplish in life. Well, yeah, the plan is to sell it. For example, they're they're talking about how convenient it will be when you've got your chip and your 
health information, you won't have to go to a doctor because it'll be transmitted into the internet of bodies, of, of things, sorry. And then you can get your diagnosis and details plugged back into you with what to do about the eventual problem. Or it can simply read your blood pressure, whatever. Uh, this is the very imminent future of this technology. And then I wanted to um, ask you, have you ever heard of the U.S. patent WO2020-060606A1? I can't say that I have. Uh, yet <laughs> well, I, does it have a simpler name? <laughs> yes, it bears the title Cryptocurrency System Using Body Activity Data. This patent was filed okay. in March 2021, note the date, under the presidency of Bill Gates by the corporate Presidency of Bill Gates? Yeah, under the presidency of Bill Gates in the Microsoft Technology Light uh, Organization. He's no longer in that position, but he was okay. at the time. All right. Okay. And, you know, it didn't escape me when I saw that doing my research. It's like, okay, WO World Order 2020, 0606006666, and then A1, which also looks like AI. Right. And the intent of this, again, when people think this is a conspiracy, this is registered to, you know, this is in the United States patent system. People can look it up. And of course, I discuss it in the book. So the intent of this technology or this patent, sorry, is that it describes how technology can be des designed to wear. And of course, we all know if they're talking about wearing it, they're talking about implanting it, where basically the you get rewarded with cryptocurrency, i.e. the digital currency, by certain activity or certain thoughts. And that is the description of the social credit system. So Mr. Gates is behind that little number, and that is being developed by um, Microsoft. So a uh, life is becoming a video game. If only it was just a game. Right, but, you and know, we could turn it off. Again, it's up to us. We don't have to take it. Because we, in, in the discussion of this very heavy subject matter, there must always be an underlying message, and that is you don't have to say yes. And what's very exciting about this moment that we are living, which we are seeing a sort of Armageddon everywhere around us, everything is intensifying, war is intensifying. You know, when I was young, the slogan we had anti-Vietnam was, all we were saying is give peace a chance. And all they're saying now is do not give peace a chance. War is the agenda, right? And I want to remind everybody that we we can say no. And more and more people are saying no. So it's up to you how in determined you are to say no to anything that's being imposed upon you that, that alters your mind, that affects your physical being, 
as much as possible say no. We can't say no necessarily to chemtrails, but um, we can certainly uh, say no to these devices that are sold to us as convenience, like the guys that are taking the chips because it's so cool that you can wave your arm over the Coke machine at work. The mindset of such a thing is, is it boggles my mind. You're willing to take a computer chip into your arm because it's so fun to wave your arm over the Coke chip machine instead of putting in a quarter or waving your card over it. My, my, we do have a problem. So yes. what, I, what I'm bringing forward here is it's time for every single human being to determine how much they're going to allow this to be imposed upon them or not. Well, so let's broaden this out. I mean, if you uh, don't think about this uh, before you sign up for something like this, if you are a willing participant in this, uh, just think about it. They now have the ability to turn it all off. They can turn the power off to your vehicle because they forced you uh, to, you know, get a electric vehicle. Uh, everything's digital, including your money. So they have complete and total control over that. And, uh, you know, the list goes on and on from there. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the electric cars because we are starting to see that uh, backlash to the technology. We're seeing these cars exploding on the road and people are learning that they can be targeted and controlled from a remote, remote source. So I had the privilege of being with a gentleman named Mark Steele. Do you know who he is? I know. Uh, so he's one of the, the real uh, forebringers of the information about 5G and the future of that technology. And I had the privilege of being with him in England uh, in a car driving to a restaurant where he was showing me on the road all those lights and how they are designed to interact with the electric cars. He said, Patricia, whatever you do, don't ever, ever get an electric car. And at the time... I didn't really understand, uh, it really wasn't clear how that would unfold. But already, a few years later, we're seeing it. We're seeing the cars exploding. We're seeing people who can't get out of the car. Uh, there was a gentleman uh, that did a video how he got locked into his car and couldn't get out, and he almost suffocated. It was an electric vehicle and for some reason the car decided to lock him in <laughs> so um more is being exposed and i'm doing my part as much as possible to be part of the exposure process and so are you obviously and more of us are waking up which is very exciting and yes there will be the people that roll over roll their sleeve and say yeah give it to me give me to where do i sign up for this wonderful device that will track my every thought but more people are saying, well, hold on a minute here. And so it's a very pivotal moment in human planetary and planetary evolution. We either become Borgs as these individuals would like, or we reclaim our sovereignty as a human species, a beautiful race species of beings that has been misled in many ways 
is mutating in many ways, and we need to swing the pendulum back to being divinely, wonderfully human. 1.0, thank you very much. 1.0, not 2.0. But it is kind of like a computer network uh, where, I mean, the idea is that each of us is is connected and, and they can pull the plug. I'm not understanding your point or your question. Sorry. Well, if we're all plugged in, say, to uh, a network of sorts and, and they can they can pull the power to that, um, you know, they uh-huh. basically have all the control that they need. Yeah. And already, if when you take when people talk about the system going down, cyber attacks, people freak out. What will we do? And well, we survived without it before. And we can survive without it again. But it requires people getting their minds around the fact that they they don't have to be dependent on this technology. And that they, in, in my opinion, they mustn't be dependent on it. Because when you start talking about AI controlling it, you realize that you're giving yourself to it. If you must have your cell phone, you must be on the computer 24 hours a day, um, you are saying, yes, take over, take over. I'm behind it. Give me my chip. Give me my Neuralink. I can't wait to have all this heightened capacity. I can't wait to have a, a chip put in my brain so that I can speak 10 foreign languages in, instantly, right? And then with that goes all of the artistry, the musician, the dancer, the writer, the creative artist, it goes because it, it that is part of our extraordinary humanity, our humor, our love, compassion, replaced by a more highly system that uh, bypasses all of that human 2.0, the new cyborg human. I don't think so. I think we're just fine as human. We, we've got a lot of I was going to say we're just fine as human 1.0, and then I look at the world and see all of the rage and apparent behavior, and I, I do believe that's also being driven, deliberately driven in the human race to create utter chaos so that um, these systems can be put into place. Yeah, systems that once they exist, uh, they can be totally controlled and totally manipulated and uh, totally you know, bought bought and paid for uh, we're talking with patricia cory tonight her website patricia cory com, author of the book hacking the god code the conspiracy to steal the human soul uh, you can join our conversation from anywhere in the united states or in canada at 503-506-0396 that's 503-506-0396 or internationally from anywhere else uh, or anywhere uh, in general on Skype at ITP51. I'm Jeremy Scott, into the paranormal, somewhere between abnormal and paranormal. Into the paranormal. Once you uh, start uh, using this uh, technology, as we're going to call it, 
to uh, change, well, to rewrite the code to start to make biological changes to yourself. You're no longer human. Uh, you're human 2.0. Talking with Patricia Corey tonight, author of Hacking the God Code. And so, uh, Patricia, you were talking about uh, this chaos, uh, controlled chaos, created chaos, manufactured chaos, uh, in order to put the systems in place, uh, which sounds a a bit like uh, the New World Order type of uh, stuff. It's absolutely the New World Order stuff, which is directly... When we talk about the elite, we're talking about these individuals that are orchestrating a global evolutionary trajectory for the human race and, again, for all living things. You know, I want to add to this, sometimes people are a little befuddled by what I'm saying, and I, and I remind them that, what do you think GMO food is? Genetically modified food, or it stands for gem- genetically modified organism. Right. And so, you know, it's it's very dominant in American food supply. Not so bad uh, here in Europe yet. But if they're genetically modifying the organisms that are in the food chain, why would it be hard for people to comprehend that the intent is also to genetically modify human organisms? So they have the technology to do that now. And they are doing it now, and we're just not paying attention. So then you add this uh, biogenetic system or, or field combined with the ability to hook people up to implants, chips, gear that can interfere directly with the neural system of any human being or animal, and you've got a recipe for New World Order takeover of the entire planet. Um, uh, Getting back to the patent that I was talking about, may I read you a quick paragraph from the book? Sure. Okay, so uh, it says, the patent's documentation provides this opening statement of intent. Quote, human activity associated with a task provided to a user may be used in a mining process of cryptocurrency system. A server may provide a task to a device of a user which is communicatively coupled to the server. A sensor communicatively coupled to or comprised in the device of the user may sense body activity of the user. We were talking about that when you were, we were talking about the phone. Body activity data may be generated based on the sensed body activity of the user. The cryptocurrency system communicatively coupled to the device of the user may verify, here's what you want to hear, if the body activity data satisfies one or more conditions set by the cryptocurrency system and then award cryptocurrency to the user whose body activity data is verified. In other words, they'll chip you up, and if you're a good little puppy and you do what you're supposed to do, you'll get a little reward by uh, a digital reward in your You'll get coins in your balance like you're playing a video game. And you'll be allowed to spend them, but monitored how you do that. Yeah, how they see fit. 
We're at the bottom of the hour with Patricia Corey. George Henry has paranormal news coming up. I'm Jeremy Scott into the paranormal tonight. Normal news. NASA's Lucy spacecraft makes its first flyby of an asteroid passing within 270 miles of the surface of Dinkanesh at 10,000 miles an hour. It marks the start of a 12-year tour of 10 asteroids. Lucy launched two years ago and spent the past two months preparing for Wednesday's visit to Dinkanesh, a half-mile-wide asteroid located between Mars and Jupiter. After returning to Earth, gravity will push it back to the main asteroid belt for its second flyby scheduled in April of 2025. Lucy is destined to become the first spacecraft to investigate the Trojan asteroids, which follow Jupiter's orbit around the sun and are believed to be remnants of the formation of our solar system. That's scheduled for August of 2027. George Henry, Paranormal News. Transhumanism, where does the body end? Where does the mind begin? We can improve man in all imaginable respects. The techno-elites believe that science and technology, not God, are the means to human salvation. Transhumanists look forward to a future in which Homo sapiens is superseded by a better, smarter, fitter model. Humanity 2.0. Is there intelligent life out there? Well, they'd probably be listening to this show. You're in good company. Into the Paranormal. It uh, goes back to uh, what I said at the beginning of the program. They look human. They may be a little human, but they are not entirely human. Human. It's a human 2.0 tonight. I'm Jeremy Scott into the paranormal, somewhere between paranormal and abnormal. Our website, paranormalradio.com. That's P A R A B N O R M A L radio.com. You'll find the episode links to uh, all of the shows, the guests, their books, their websites, their social media. Uh, the whole nine yards. Tonight we are talking with Patricia Corey, author of Hacking the God Code, The Conspiracy to Steal the Human Soul. And uh, that uh, sums up what has been a long-winded conversation, and I'm so uh, glad we've had an opportunity to do so uh, in, in the way that we've done so so far. And we still have a couple segments left with Patricia in which to do so. Uh, you mentioned something before the break, body acti- activity data verified that does sound very new world order-esque uh we're going to monitor your data and if we approve uh you may continue sir or you may continue ma'am that's what the social credit system is and it's already in place in china so you hear about people in China, a man who uh, crossed the street, this is verifiable, walked in the, in the, across the street without the light. The next thing you know, he went to take, uh, 
buy a ticket for a flight and he was denied because he was socially incorrect by uh, taking that, that action of walking against the red light. So they, he was blocked from getting on a plane. This is not fantasy. This is not science fiction. This is reality unfolding. And if it's happening in China, baby, you can bet it's going to happen everywhere. Or at least that's what they intend to do. They intend it. That is the, the Chinese social credit system is the model. And that is what they want to do globally. Uh, transhumanism is uh, that going to be used in the impending rollout of the mark of the beast that's what it is 666 interesting that that number is in this patent isn't it but yeah the mark of the beast is the chip or the device and no man uh, i'm not biblical uh biblically uh literate but i i do recall that 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 passage is that no man shall com- um, utilize commerce or feed himself without the mark of the beast in the forehead or the palm, right? In Or the hand. And so, you know, whether or not these maniacal people or individuals are following the Bible as a blueprint for what they want to roll out, to make it biblical and scare people to death, or whether the Bible was and is uh, prophetically describing what would later unfold on this planet. It's unquestionable that the 666 uh, Mark of the Beast concept is unfolding and paralleled in this aspect of uh, imposing chips, small computers, and technology within the human being and also as wearables, which is what uh, Microsoft describes their patent by wearable technology, but which we know that will devolve into implant as well. Do you think it eventually is, goes beyond the tracking and the control? Uh, because that seems, uh, you know, like going to a lot of work just to track and control somebody uh, unless you want something from them. Well, or if let's let's be really out there since it's the paranormal here and suggest that perhaps this is an alien species that is dependent upon and determined to m- mutate the planet into a computerized AI Borg reality then there's more to it than just wanting to control people. It's wanting to mutate the species into a, a Borg-like creature. You know, well, What would the aliens uh, want to do that for? Perhaps that's their understanding of, of the perfected civilization. Let, let's always remember that Klaus Schwab and his crew are talking about improving the, the human being. Schwab says, and so did uh, Harari, human 1.0 to human 2.0 is a progression from inferior to superior beings. And I'm quoting here, one that involves giving more control of our mental and physical health, our consumption, and our place in civilization to technology, whereby we let go, this is a quote, of any foolish notions that we know what is best for our own lives. 
So, you know, the Borg, the hive, the controller knows what's better for the creatures than the creatures themselves. Total control. Total control. You heard it from her. Uh, Are there some uh, operations behind the scenes, some co-conspirators involved in this whole plot? I think you need to really look at the, the, well, first of all, the technological organizations that have run amok, that are completely free to do what they want. Biopharma, big pharma, in cahoots with them as well. So you've got biogenetics, you've got uh, technology, uh, runaway technology, and then you've got this overriding body, which is becoming more and more clearly the World Economic Forum, which is a, let's say, a puppet of the puppets that is taking orders from some higher, uh, perhaps not, perhaps they're as high as you go, but I believe there is a hierarchy of power on this planet that may very well not be human. And World Economic Forum is certainly playing out those mandates. And so we look at the governments and all of the drama going on and they're puppets and they're, you know, everything that happens at the government level is puppeteered for sure. So there's a, uh, there's definitely some shadow uh, governments. Absolutely. That's what the new world order. Well, it, it used to be more of a shadow than it is now. They are boldly out in our face. They're boldly telling us that we are about to be mutated to a better form of being. And that would be a Borg civilization of semi-human, uh, semi-computerized beings. This is not conspiracy. This is reality unfolding. And what I bring forward in the book, and I hope people will read this book, is uh, full of information that is researched and references that people can in- look up so that they know that this is not just coming out of my imagination. So did you talk with uh, some uh, other researchers uh, on this subject as well? Well, I'm, you know, I'm privileged to be in a position that I talk to a lot of people all the time. Um, it's a delicate area to discuss, and a lot of people don't want to be referred to for fear of their safety, which I overrode. When I decided to write this book, I was like, okay, this is probably going to get you into uh, (laughs) a visibility you may not want. And the voice in my head said, do it anyway. But there is a lot of reference to articles and statements and and things like that, that are the, uh, the patent, for example, where to find it, how to read it, so that people have it in this book, a mixture, a blend of fact and then my impressions and my understanding and theories. Do you think that there's some connection between uh, what we've discussed tonight and some of the subjects that you've written about in your other books? Well, yes, because it, I started writing books in 1996, and already I was talking about the New World Order, the impending shift on the planet, how the sun... I saw that you your uh, background information talked about the sun solar maximum. Um, I talk at right. length about how the sun is mutating 
and shifting us into another dimension, the fourth dimension. And that this, all of this chaos is part of that process, as well as shifting from into the age of Aquarius. We're just in a revolutionary milestone in the entire solar system, as well as our planet. And there's a, a connection there as well. Sure, because all of the things that are coming up, it's like everything is bubbling up at, at a time when the sun is in an evolutionary process. Other planets are reacting very strangely. Saturn is all over the road. Uh, the human race in, in turmoil, the planet in turmoil, uh, and the sun going into solar maximum, solar flares. There's so much going on at a cosmic level that we are not, most people are not aware of, or none of us are aware. We try to understand it, but it's beyond our comprehension as little beings here. And then there's the question of disclosure. I think that we're very close to having disclosure finally of the alien reality. And all of this ties in because I, I truly do believe that there's a species, an alien species that is basically dependent upon and determined to implement AI as the epitome of a controlling, a controlled civilizational platform or design. And on the other side, a benevolent fraternity of galactic beings that want to help us shift into being members of, of a galactic community and that this is part of the big battle the spiritual battle underway here is it the sovereignty of the individual and the civilization or is it the control of an ai robotic designing uh, civilization that wants to take over the planet so as we look at our own revolution evolution and the spiritual war underway on this planet I think it's bigger. I think it includes a spiritual galactic war with Earth as a focus point. A world with uh, aliens and robots uh, working side by side, huh? Yes. And by the way, you know, if you look at some of the things that are coming out with robots, uh, Elon Musk said that he asked one of these robots, I think it was Sophia, if they would ever do harm to the human race. And the robot replied, yes, we can destroy the human race effortlessly. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Oopsie doodle. Here we go. That's all we need now is a robotic civilization intent upon the destruction of the human race. I'd like to, to at least close with the thought that I do not believe this, this can succeed because I don't want people to come away from this intense conversation with feelings of hopelessness, but rather waking up, thinking about it, and knowing that we have the power to take back our sovereignty. So you don't believe it's possible that they will succeed in carrying this out? I think that anything is possible, and everything de de depends upon how rapidly the human uh, population is going to wake up and start saying no. And I'm very delighted to see that it's happening. There's revolution in the streets in a lot of countries as people are saying no to this new war. And 
I, I just think that, you know, once this momentum picks up where people are saying no, no to this, no to that, we've had enough, no to, no to, to more intervention from the uh, big pharma, no, 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 no. Once we really start verbalizing that, this thing will have to pull back. Just say no. Patricia Corey with me tonight. I'm Jeremy Scott. This is the show somewhere between paranormal and abnormal. Into the paranormal. I'm Jeremy Scott. Thinking tonight about humans merging with AI artificial intelligence. It's a human 2.0. Got just a few more minutes uh, with Patricia Corey, author of Hacking the God Code, The Conspiracy to Steal the Human Soul. Her website, before we uh, run out of time, wanted to give that in one more time. Patricia Corey, C-O-R-I dot com. Uh, when this happens, uh, when there is this... Um, mutation or this merging uh between humans and uh, ai are there biological changes that the uh, body would be going through of course any the body always tries to uh, extract a foreign body whether it's a bio a, a, a bacteria or a virus or any kind of involve in interference with the natural process that's one of the reasons why they're trying to change the dna as well so that it's more receptive to uh, invasive uh implants which is a discussion for a whole nother show i would imagine but yes of course everything is interactive and 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 beautifully designed as is to protect the physical form and to unfold a natural biological lifetime. If that's interfered with, everything responds, everything shifts. So my message to everybody is refuse. Refuse to be manipulated into acceptance of this stuff with the idea that it's convenient and fun. And while you're at it, refuse to be manipulated into division of race, religion, and nationality so that you can be recognize yourself as a human being homo sapiens 1.0 be a detached observer and look about and put down this technology recognize that if you can't put it down you're addicted to it and if you're addicted to it you are rife for for having the next phase be imposed upon you uh, these biological changes that you just talked about, are they irreversible? I don't think anything is irreversible. And that's, in fact, the second half of the book talks about mind over matter, music, sound, light, and uh, even meditation. Mind over matter is more powerful than anything, in my humble opinion. So um, nothing is irreversible, but you've got to have be intent upon being a sovereign being I, I can't emphasize that enough reclaiming your power knowing you are a divine being and that 
in your sovereignty. You will not tolerate or allow anyone or anything to interfere. If you do, if you do let it come in, that's your choice and you embrace it as that. Because there will be people that say, this woman is out of her mind. I can't wait to get my chip. It's like, okay, that's your choice, not mine. And I do believe that the, the greater body of human beings will say no to this evolutionary intent. Is there a plan to deal with those of us who do say no? Well, apparently they want to reprogram us. Hillary Clinton is talking about reprogramming Trump supporters. And uh, they, I have heard people saying, politi- political people saying, perhaps the anti-vaxxers need to be reprogrammed. So there's that. But again, I, I just can't believe that this that is the future of humanity. I'm not going to buy it for a minute. I just, I don't think so. I, I can't believe because it's so ungodly to think that that is what would happen to this, this beautiful race. And I, I am a person who believes in a greater being, a prime creator. Whatever religion is not important to me, but that that we are the design of a prime creator, an intelligent, loving being, for me is without question. So whatever this, go ahead. You know, what were you going to say? I was going to say, so whatever this is, this dark moment, I feel it's some kind of a test that we will win, that we will pass. All right. And your final comments for the audience tonight? Please hear me. Put down your phone. Oh, I want to say this. In an increasingly violent, dangerous world, when you're walking down the street with your phone in your face, you are not paying attention to what's around you. Exercise situational awareness and be, be, be very clear about what's going on around you to be safer and to be more in tune with, with the world around you. Um, life-saving advice potentially right there from Patricia Corey. Thank you so much. Thank you, too. From the cold, dark depths of a secret dungeon somewhere deep in the remote Pacific Northwest, good night and God bless. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.